It's time for Open Line Friday on The Andy Griffin Show. It's your chance to be heard, air your grievances, and take your shot. Only on Open Line Friday on The Andy Griffin Show. Good morning. I am Andy Griffin, seven minutes after 9 a.m. Welcome to the show. We will be taking uh, phone calls all hour long, but I do have a special guest in for the first part of the show, Dale Desmond. Brother Dale, is that yeah. what you Yeah, brother, yeah it's brother not Dale. that. We're not that. I'm not that special. You're special. I mean, it's, well, <laughs> special in a different sort of way. <laughs> In a different sort of way. Well, Dale, welcome to the show. Thanks, uh, we, man. We just want to spend a couple of minutes talking about a, a hot button issue that's uh, going around right now. Uh, and uh, first of all, uh, full disclosure, Dale makes a lot more money than I do. Right. So if we're talking about equal pay today, we're not talking about equal pay for me and him. But we are talking about uh, what was uh, what was going we, on with the women's national can, soccer team. Yeah, we can get Here's Now, it's funny. Over the last month... Andy would walk into my office, and how many days did you walk in? And I'm sitting there watching the women's World mm-hmm. Cup. There, they, almost almost every day. You are a fanatic, and and I would be in there screaming, screaming. <laughs> we'd score, we'd get fouled, we, the, mm-hmm. the ref would miss a call, or there'd be a blocked, you know, penalty kick, whatever. Uh, I can I can honestly tell you that I'm probably in the hundredth percentile of women's soccer fan yes i i don't know anybody that's a bigger soccer fan than me i mean you were sitting in there and and you're you're, you know i'm like oh there's there's meg rapino there's uh there's come on alex what are you doing you're like you know all these people and they'd show the the, first name basis yes they'd show the bench and i'd be talking about ashlyn harris and ali ali krieger and you know uh (laughs) you know uh, mallory mallory pew anyway just just listing off these names and you're like you know these people, and I said I'm a huge fan. Like I love, I love the women's World Cup or the women's national team more than I love the men's national team. Mm-hmm. I love women's soccer more because, and I know people are like, ugh, soccer. Turn off the radio. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna get to the the issue here in a second. I'm just mm-hmm. qualifying that I'm a huge fan of women's soccer in particular. Uh, I, I think women's women's the women's game is so much more clean. Mm-hmm. They they just play. There's the, less flopping, too. Well, the men just flop on the ground. Mm-hmm. There's so much theatrics. Uh, the South American game uh, is so much worse than the rest of the world. I mean, Europe and Africa to an extent. Mm. Asia, not so much. Um, but, the, but the men's soccer game is so... And that's why I think it'll never catch on in America is because there's so much fakeness going on and they're trying yeah. to nip that in the bud they're they're issuing yellow cards if you're found to uh, to be uh, flopping and not been touched they'll give you a yellow card so they're you know they're, they're kind of reining that in I, I by the way to illustrate what you're saying about being a big women's soccer fan yeah uh, walking in <laughs> in your office and you're watching a game is one thing but when walking in in your office and you're watching for the third or fourth or yes. fifth time, a game that was completed two days ago, that, yeah. that makes that, you a real soccer that, Yeah, that wasn't even the U.S. team. Like, no, I mean, it was I, like I, Netherlands and Sweden or something. Yeah, yeah. whatever. Um, but there's, there's been a lot of talk and there's been a lot of – and it's still in the news about, about equal pay. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, and I, I love Meg Rapino. I mean, I don't necessarily agree with her politically. Right. Um, uh, you know, I, I don't have to like you. I don't have to agree with you to like you. Um, and that's why you and I get along so well. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> there's, I don't have to agree with you to like you. Okay. 
now there's this, there's a big push for the for the women's national soccer team to be paid equal with the equal men's pay. national team. Equal pay. They were chanting it in New York at the parade. Yeah. yeah. Um, there is nobody else, as I said, in this in this world that wants to see these women continue to be successful. Mm-hmm. Do I think they deserve equal pay? Probably not. In fact, mm. I'll say I'll say no, because it's solely a business thing. It's not about who I like more, uh, who I think, uh, you know, is more successful in their in their own individual realm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, the I heard Mark Levin talking about this the other night that the women get paid, and I don't remember the exact numbers, but I think it was fourteen percent of what the World Cup total intake is. Uh, for uh, for what they what they make, okay. Uh, for what the tournament generates revenue wise, the women make something like fourteen percent in the bonus money. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of a good chunk. Mm-hmm. The men in the World Cup, their bonus money is seven percent. Really? Yeah. It's it's way less percentage wise, but but the money is more. Yeah. The men make like four times more. But they're also bringing in a ton more money. Yeah. Now, now I, I have to go back and you know look at the exact numbers. But the point is that the women are looking for equal pay, but their sport doesn't generate the same amount of revenue. Now, yeah. now, do I think it's just as entertaining? I think it's more entertaining. Mm-hmm. Do I, you know, do I think that that uh, you know, am I more of a fan? Absolutely. Um, if if you've got a, a you know a guy that owns that owns 20 gas stations and then you've got a guy that owns four gas stations the guy that owns four gas stations does he deserve to make as much money as the guy that owns 20 gas stations makes no sense i don't think so right now phone lines are wide open if you've got a different take on this i would there i am itching for somebody to go <laughs> here's why and i can go thank you Six six seven three five eight nine zero is the phone number, and I think we can segue this and maybe apply it to what's happening in basketball season this next year in Region Nine. And you and I haven't talked much about this, but mm-hmm. they have moved the boys' games from Wednesday and Friday to Tuesday and Thursday, moving the girls' games to Wednesday and Friday. Presumably, Title Nine equal rights, whatever you want to call it. What's the end? What's the what's the goal? What, I, what are, I don't know. I, I don't understand it because if you go to a girls' basketball game, and there are parents of girls' basketball players that are going to be angry right now, but if you go to a girls' basketball game, there might be 300 people there. Maybe if it's a state tournament game, something, you know, you've had a great season, you might have five, 600 people. Yeah. Boys' basketball games, we're drawing two and 3,000 people per game okay. here locally. So I, I don't understand the move. I understand the need for the administration to address the whole equal rights and, and, mm-hmm. and Title IX thing, but to me, it doesn't make any sense. I just wonder. And I'm just curious: is it a, is it a, a move? Is it a move to get um, to get more people to the games, or the girls' games? That's the, the reason that I read and heard was it, it was a move to stay ahead of Title IX and stay ahead of the equal rights type movement okay. for this situation, and not necessarily having to do with getting more crowds. I mean, don't you think that would really defeat itself? You might get a few more to the girls' games, but aren't you now going to get a few less to the boys' games? Quite a few less, maybe. I don't. I don't know what. What? Why would it make any difference? Because why? Why would less people go to the boys' games? Well, if uh, if you you know having gone you know I've been doing games here for, for twenty a long time, twenty yeah. something years, I can tell you the biggest crowds are always on Friday night, 
And there's a reason for that. If you're a fan, say you don't have any relation to okay. the team. There's no kid on the team. You don't know the coach necessarily. You're just a fan of, say, Dixie High School. Are you going to go to a game on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday night if you have work early the next morning? Are you going to maybe, okay, I, I can catch a game oh, a week. I'm going to go see. Friday night where yeah. I can stay out a little bit later. You know, I don't know. When when I was in high school, it, our girls' team was really good, mm-hmm. and our boys' team was really not good. What, um, high, what high school was this? This was Quincy High School in Quincy, Washington. Okay, home of the Jackrabbits, baby. You were the, you were a Jackrabbit. We were a Jackrabbit. Nice. That's okay. right. Um, our girls' team was really really good, mm-hmm. and our boys' team was just never. I mean, not until after I graduated did they get really good. But um, you know, what were the crowds like? Um, I would say they were equal. Really? I would say they were equal. I, I thought they were equal. I mean, I liked going to the girls' games just as much as I like going to the guys' games. But, you know, the girls' games, they were, you know, they were in it and they were killing people. And, mm-hmm. well, the teams on the not, scoreboard. Not literally, not, yes. No, not okay. literally. Uh, but, uh, but, you know, I, I look at the entertainment value. My, my whole thing, getting back to the soccer thing, is I think it'll continue to build and they're successful and they'll continue to – and I think their pay raise ought to be reflected on – the success and the and the generated income. Otherwise, you cannibalize yourself. Hmm. You know, uh, you get into a situation where we can't afford, you know, good coaches, or we can't afford facilities, right. or we it's can't afford. Start to the day, partly cloudy <laughs> in the afternoon. Look for some. Brief. Thanks, Dan. Uh, other stuff we can't afford that stuff because we're, we're we're busy paying all these players all this stuff. So it's it's just one of those things that. Again, phone lines, if there's anybody even interested in, in, in dealing in this sort of thing, I would love to be proven wrong because I would love to say, thank you, I want to see these women be successful. And and I think they will be. Uh, I just think it needs to reflect the generated amount of income. 673-5890, is the studio line. You know, and, and the other the other thing is, you know, as we were talking about this yesterday, um, it, it speaks to capitalism and, and what this country is founded on. And, you know, there are a lot of people out there that don't like capitalism right. or, 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 you know, what this country is founded on. But I believe, and I, and I still believe this, that, uh, you know, it's supply and demand. And mm. if, if there's a demand and the women's soccer team is, gets more demand and better ratings, et cetera, et cetera, then they will get paid more. And if there's not a demand, if the demand is not as high as those that want to see the men's soccer team, then they, I don't think they – the the right is there for us to pay him more. Yeah, I, I, you know. I, but on the on the flip side, I want to see when the guys. I mean, they they didn't make the World Cup the last last year. They they didn't qualify, so they didn't they didn't make all that extra bonus money. Um, you know, I, I and and therefore I saw a major as a as a big soccer fan. I saw a major step backward in. Uh, an interest in soccer in America. You, you, there's, there's not a lot anyway. I mean, there's already a lot of people like, when's football season? Yeah. Uh, you know, when's, when's basketball season? Yeah, that's, that's really what I'm looking for. Soccer, wah. You know, what my kids play, and then when they get to junior high, they go play football or they go play basketball, and we never even watch soccer. I couldn't even, right. I don't even know what offsides means. Uh, <laughs> but, but uh, so I want to see the men get, I don't know, I'd say penalized, but they don't get paid if they don't perform, I'd just like to see it all equal across the board. I mean, you want equal rights. Let's make it equal across the board. I'm not a super I – have, I have three beautiful, smart, capable daughters, a beautiful, smart wife that are way smarter than me. Uh, 
and I, I'm I'm all for the progression of of you know the the ability for women to do equal things to do anything that a man can do. I mean, yes, there are different roles and things sure. that you know that that, uh, that we you know we do uh, in our separate in our separate roles, but. Uh, do I think a woman could run a business? Absolutely. I mean, that happens everywhere. Sure. Uh, if you're qualified, I think you, you get the job, whether you're a woman, man, black, white, whatever religion, if you're best qualification, you get the job. And I, I don't know if people are smart enough to allow that to happen. People in a leadership you would hope role, so. you, would hope you would, so. t- you would think that people in a leadership role, I mean, I've hired tons and tons of people and I've hired lots of females. I've hired lots of males. I've had lots of dudes that I'm like, that guy's an idiot. This girl's way better for the job. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and gone down that road. You made the decision. That Absolutely. Way, yeah. And, and they don't make any more, any less. It's just on what the position is available. Let me make an observation in my personal life. Uh, my wife has been working full-time since, oh boy, like 96 maybe, 95, 96. Uh, she, she's got a job. It's a unique job in, in what she does. So you can't really compare uh, wages to a man because there hasn't been a man. I don't know any man in, in her job. She's a court clerk. Okay. Uh, but I will say this, uh, and she said this to me way back when. She said, look, the flexibility of my job, I can get off and take my kids to a dental appointment. I can get off, you know, if, if, if a child is sick. I, yep. can, I can take a day off. And she said, I haven't seen that in your jobs over the years. With, with my job, being her husband, I can't get off to take a kid to a dental. I mean, I can't. Say, I won't say I can't, but it's been a, a lot more difficult right. to get off to take my kid and, and be a parent. Her job has been so much more flexible. And so you can say, well, maybe she didn't make as much, but you know what? The flexibility of her job equaled things out a little bit yeah. for us. Sure, and, and that's and that's my wife is kind of doing the same thing. Um, you know, flexibility is worth ten thousand dollars. Yeah, perhaps absolutely. You know. Absolutely. Uh, you know, where you or, or, or you know, you, you have a, a, a secretary at a school that you know might make a little less than a secretary elsewhere, and yeah, or or make you know about the same, but then they also are off for the three months in the summer. Mm-hmm. But then you're also home with your kids, and my right. wife is you know struggles with that, where she's like, oh, I, I wish I was home with home. my kids in the yeah. summer, and that's something she's you know she struggles with, and and will probably look at in the, in the future, um, but. But uh, there's there's just a there's there's a you can assign money to to benefits I think in a job. Right. I agree with you on that. Uh, in one area, I think that uh, you're talking about equal pay. I think the school districts. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. And I love to have someone call and say you're wrong, Andy. But uh, I believe uh, it doesn't matter what gender you are if you're a school teacher. Uh, if you teach math, you get a certain bonus for teaching math, and it doesn't matter if you're male or female or, or something in between. You get a bonus for teaching math, and, and a couple of the sciences, I think, get bonuses for teaching. And uh, I think the school districts have done a really good job of, of really being gender neutral as far as pay. Sure. I, I think it looks – I know they look a lot at your education, um, a lot of your – uh, your qualifications and your tenure and that sort of thing. And I don't think it matters anything. And and whether or not it happens, I mean, because I, I know there's a lot of times where somebody will, will say, well, I didn't get this job because I'm blank, you know, black, white, female, male, whatever. Right. Um, you would have to, you'd be hard pressed to get the hiring agent to go, well, yeah, I didn't hire them because they were blank, sure. you know, black, sure. white, Muslim. You'd be in big trouble if you did. Right. Male, female, whatever. Um, 
do do I think it happens? I mean, probably, but as somebody that, like I said, has hired a lot of people, uh, I don't. I'm looking for the right fit, and I don't care. I really do not care. Right. I've had I've hired lots of females that uh, that do a much better job than any dude could ever do, any guy could ever do, yeah. uh, at a certain role. So let, let's turn this on its ear. Have you ever uh, uh, not gotten a job? That was offered to a female or a minority that you feel like the number one reason that they got it and you didn't was because of that minority. Uh, not that I can, not that I'm aware of. Um, I've, I know that one time I was offered a job and I didn't get it. I, w- I wasn't offered. I was, they, they, they flew me out. It was in Indianapolis to go work for the the big news talk station in in Indianapolis uh, for the Farm Network. Growing up in a farm town, you can do that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And they flew me out there. And then I, when I got out there, they're like, "Oh, we just realized you didn't have that much experience." And then part of me was like, "Well, my resume was there the whole time. Right. Did you see something in my resume? You know, was it like, was it because I was too young? Was it because I had, you know, I, on my on my resume I had that I served a mission, a two year mission." And I, and part of me was like, did they just not like me because of that? I mean, I, I don't, I know people that are like, oh, this guy, this guy's an RM, this girl's an RM. What we got to hire them, mm-hmm. you know? I think that's that's a a bonus in a lot of cases, but I don't know. It was back in Indianapolis, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, it was. Agree. But I can't, I can't say that it's ever happened to me now. I I got passed over for a job uh, this summer, or rather last summer. Uh, they hired a female. Okay. But I will say this. I don't think it had anything to do with gender at all. The, mm-hmm. This person was more qualified than me. If, and if anything, I was kind of hoping because I knew the, the guy that was doing the hiring, I was uh-huh. kind of hoping he could bypass the fact that this other person was more qualified <laughs> and give me the job anyway. It didn't work out, obviously. Well, that's, but, uh, and that's, I guess that's a good thing. Good on them, yes. Yeah. Bad, bad for me. Well, actually, yeah. not, not bad for well, me. Well, here you are. Here, here you am. sit. Yes, here we sit. And, and you have yeah. your own radio show. And we have Seth Stinson on the line. You Seth! Talk to Seth! Seth, what's going on this morning? Well, let me, uh, my master's degree is in human resources. Really? And industrial relations. And every time I would sit down with a prospective hiree, I would always mention that the benefit package was worth, uh, whatever the salary was, let's call that one, and one point uh, three one is thirty one percent in holidays, vacation, insurance, long term disability, four hundred one k, absence, leave, uh, maternity, on and on and on, and those are real numbers that aren't taxed necessarily. And that's because you—that's one of those things that they say you can't put a value on it, or you—it's uh, an, inten- oh, an intangible. Let me assure you, I can put a value wow. on it. <laughs> and a state job or a government job can be, depending upon where you are, a hundred and forty-one percent wow. of total benefits. And so, I remember. Uh, qualifying or applying for a county job, and uh, they asked me about this very subject, and what do you do when an employee, a truck driver, or somebody is moving to a private for more money? And I said, you may get more money mm-hmm. uh, up front, but you're going to pay for all of the things I just mentioned. Right. Okay? And yeah. so 
uh, and the fact that the retirement programs are government-funded and they're guaranteed where and not necessarily in a big corporation can you always count on the fact that it's going to be there. Yeah, and especially and, nowadays, I was these, say, these are going away. Today's day and age, especially a, a pension, is, is incredibly valuable. And then health insurance, I mean, I, you know, my wife works for the government right now, and she and we have health insurance through her work. If I were to switch over to, and, and God bless Cherry Creek, I love yes. working for him, but yep. if I were to switch over, it would cost me a significant amount of money. Yeah, as, as it is, and, you know, most small businesses are that way. I mean, uh, most businesses in general are that way. Well, I, I, like I say, there's there's more than one way to uh, skin the rabbit here, and uh, um, there are uh, pros and cons. Uh, my son, for instance, is a top-level um, ICU nurse. He makes more money working for the state mental hospital, uh, taking care of uh, the medical needs, and he's able to go on field trips and dispense meds and stuff. They, they trained him as a lifeguard. And when we compared his wife, who is a clone of his, uh, as far as credentials are concerned, uh, she works at IHC, she works for the hospital, and uh, she makes more money, but the benefits are not the same, and he has a stronger and better retirement program and all the other things, and she uh, cancels her insurance to be on the state insurance. Yeah, there's a lot and to be so there, You know, there's all kinds of aspects that we're talking about. But since this is Open Lines Friday, I'm going to mention that the uh, St. George Farmers Market uh, will be open tomorrow from 9 to noon. And we would hope that those people looking for fresh fruits and vegetables and pastries and baked goods and all those kind of things come see the uh, We've got about 100 um, vendors now and uh, growing by the day. Where, right, where, so. where is that at? At the Ancestor Square from uh, right around surrounding the Painted Pony. Look for the horse and then find you a parking place and come see the people who will be there tomorrow. Very right. good. Thank you, Seth. All right. Thank you. All see right, you, buddy. I know my, my wife is uh, getting ready to do salsa, so she may need to get down there. Yeah, and, and uh, Seth sells on. a mean duck egg too. You Does had, he? You ever had duck eggs? No. They're you know they're about twice the size of a chicken egg, and really? uh, yeah, and they're they taste almost exactly the same. Maybe even a little bit richer. Okay, good stuff. Yeah. Check that out. Thanks, uh, Seth, for calling. That Dale, we didn't get a lot of action on the phones today, but again, I, I you know I th- I think that one of the things that we established is maybe most people agree that uh, these 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 women of the U.S. Women's National Team, who you love dearly, uh, dearly, screaming for equal pay, and maybe at this point we're not ready for that. Well, they got to earn. I, I'd love to figure out a way. I'd love to figure out a way uh, to to motivate the men to be better, to motivate the women to be better. Um, you know, to to just just Make it make it fair all the way around. Yep. Yep. Good call. Thanks. Dale Desmond joining me today on the Andy Griffin Show Open Line Friday. It's time for Open Line Friday on the Andy Griffin Show. It's your chance to be heard. Air your grievances and take your shot. Only on Open Line Friday on the Andy Griffin Show. 
Morning again. Great to be here this morning. We've had uh, all kinds of weird computer issues today. Hopefully we got them all solved, but I appreciate you again uh, tuning in. It is 9.35. This is uh, News Radio 94.9, KDXU. A couple of news items I wanted to go over. Uh, again, and it's Open Line Friday, so if you want to call, uh, give me a call. 673-5890 is the phone number, 673-5890. If I can hit the wrong button. Uh, there we go. Uh, I was reading a story uh, earlier, This actually was yesterday, or yesterday afternoon, is that talking about something that... Uh, I never really thought about, but I guess it's a real thing. At least this author, Dave Johnson, says it is. He says, physician burnout, this is a short little article, physician burnout is a real and critical issue in the healthcare profession. Studies show that between 44% to 78% of American physicians suffer from burnout. This is drastically higher than the 28% among the general working population. A variety of issues are contributing to this, with electronic documentation being blamed the most. Electronic documentation takes over 50% of a physician's day the result for patients is catastrophic from misdiagnosis to some dying this has also caused an increase in lawsuits against physicians how can physician burnout be prevented what should you do if you believe your physician is suffering from burnout i was like really Physician burnout is a big factor. That, that surprises me. I, I mean, we all get burned out from our job, and that's what vacations are for, the occasional sick days evenly, even. Uh, and, then, and then to say that electronic documentation is the biggest reason for it, I'm thinking, isn't that as simple as having an assistant follow you around, an 8 eight or $9 an hour assistant follow you around and write down you know, the, the patient's complaints and writing down blood pressure and things like that? That... That really surprised me. Now, I'm not a doctor. I've never been a doctor. I don't even have any close friends that are doctors. I have a few friends that are doctors. But uh, I, I'm curious if there's a physician out there that has a, a thought on this. Is burnout a real thing? Is it getting to you? And does it cause you to be worse at your job? Other stuff, other news items coming up. But we do have a caller on the line. Caller, you're on with Andy this morning. How are you? Oh, good morning, Andy. Morning. What's on your mind today? Well, first off, the eight or nine dollar an hour assistant can't be because remember, we got to have a minimum fifteen dollar an hour pay. Mm, yeah, I don't like that one either. <laughs> we're, hearing every, we're hearing everybody on the left scream about it. So yeah, for sure. And now, go, oh, ahead. go ahead. I, I was just going to say, if, if if they're making fifteen dollars an hour, I, I don't make a whole ton more than that. I want to I want to raise too. Can you double my salary while we're at it? Sure. <laughs> and maybe double mine, too. Yeah. Anyhow, going back to uh, women's soccer. Yeah. And, you know, that loudmouth Megan Rapino. Yeah. And the all the people pay. Yeah. yeah, purple hair. And, uh, you know, also we've got to remember tolerance because of the whole LGBTQZDML whatever. Not to mention you know, the, the disrespecting of our flag. Yeah. Well, hey, that's your First Amendment right. Don't touch the rainbow flag. Yeah. Um. But uh, it's just really interesting because, you know, we're hearing Megan and, and company now all about equality, 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 diversity, 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 tolerance, fairness, the typical lefty buzzwords. Right. Well, have you ever heard of Jaylene Hinkle? Mm, maybe. I, I've heard the name, I think, but that's about it. Uh, basically, it, I don't know much about soccer and the positions, but she's like the best left power guard or whatever it is okay. in the sport. And notice she wasn't on the women's diverse soccer team because we've got all this diversity on this really, really, really white women's team, 
all about diversity. Well, Jamie Hinkle's black, and uh, she wasn't picked. Even though she's the best, undisputed best, at her position. And rumors are, well, first off, she's Christian. There's a strike against her. Mm. And uh, I guess some time ago, the the team called her and said, hey, we're going to do some friendly matches against some other countries. Would you like to play? Well, she found out that she'd have to wear the gay pride jerseys. And so she politely turned it down. Hmm. And ever since then, the tolerance, the diversity, the equality, the fairness, the civility. Yeah, she has been totally snubbed by the world soccer team. Dale, Dale, jump yeah. back in the studio. Appreciate I, you coming back in. He's a he's a, a women's soccer expert. Uh, I, yeah, I'm not I'm not familiar with Jamie Hinkle. Um, Jaylen, Jaylen, Jaylen Hinkle. Jaylen, I think it's Jaylene. Jaylene Hinkle. I'm not familiar with yeah, that story. She plays for she plays for North Carolina. Okay, yeah, that's professional team in North Carolina. Uh, the yeah the um, I can't think of the, the NWSL team right. Yeah, the yeah, women's, the, like yeah, the, the women's, the women's national or the women's, the the, the uh, professional soccer. Yeah, player. NWSL. Um, Jay Lynn, I, I'm not from. I have to do some some looking. At, you know, it wouldn't surprise me though. I know that I know that the same thing happens in Hollywood. You know, Tim uh, Tim Allen has a, a tough time being a conservative in Hollywood. That's right. Uh, Clint Eastwood. I mean, he's he's an icon, and they and people kind of tread lightly about dig, digging on on Clint Eastwood, but. You know, he'll he'll tell you left, right, and center how much you know. Uh, but he takes a lot of crap for for being a, a conservative in Hollywood. Uh, you, you almost have to keep your head down if you want to work. Uh, you know, you have to choose: Am I going to work? Am I? Gonna, you know, there definitely is a double standard, though. Whether it's in soccer, in Hollywood, um, anywhere, it's just not cool to be to be conservative these days. And you know, I, and I I was a kid back in the early '80s. And I, I just would have lo- loved to have been around when it was when it was cool to be conservative when Reagan was in the White House. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it, it was pretty cool back then. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I actually that was kind of my teenage years in the '80s. Went to high school, got out of high school in, in the late '80s, yeah. and uh, was able to proudly say I served in the Marine Corps under Ronald Reagan. Thank you, and uh, very proud of that. Semper Fi. But it's just the. the <laughs> do or die. <laughs> but uh, it's just funny because the left is always preaching constantly tolerance, diversity, equality, fairness, civility. You see the bumper stickers on the car, you know, the, the coexist, tolerance. A lot of times the people driving those cars are some of the most intolerant, narrow-minded bigots you'll run into. Yeah. And, and that comes very much from the left. And they've gotten away with, for as long as I can remember, you know, they must have a different definition for all these words than what they really are. Because I am convinced that in a leftist's mind, tolerance means you throw away everything you believe in that is conservative or Christian or anything like that. You come 100% to my side of the fence, sit right here with me, and embrace everything that all of us leftists love, and then there's tolerance. Yeah. And that's how we can coexist and be fair and equal. So, Steve, I know you have you, you had a little bit of animosity toward Megan Rapido. Did did her political views, or did it? Did you watch any of the soccer tournament? Did you watch any of the, of the World Cup? Or were you interested, or is it just not your thing? Uh, me? Yeah. I caught a little tiny bit of it. I'm, I'm not a big soccer okay. fan. I just, okay. 
to me personally, if you're going to grab a ball and run around, I mean, you got to have some contact. <laughs> you know, someone's got to hit somebody. I, I, I tell I just, you though, I don't see, I don't see any excitement in a sport where if you touch somebody or or rub up against them, it's a foul. Yeah. I, I, what what gets me, and, and I'll get back to your to your point here in a second. What gets me is is baseball fans and baseball fans that go, ah, oh, soccer's so boring. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Now wait a minute. Are I, you serious? I, I'm a baseball guy. So I know. Yeah. Okay, you can't you can't out of one side of your mouth say baseball is is awesome, but soccer's boring. You can't. You can't. You you can find. I don't like soccer because I don't understand it. I don't like soccer because a hundred other things. But you can't say there's not enough scoring. There, it's not you know. There's not enough going on. And, but but I love baseball because there's nothing going on in baseball. I mean, literally nothing. I love baseball. I love soccer. I'm a, I'm a soccer. I'm a Wait, fan of, well, you don't think baseball is exciting because you don't understand it, Dale? No, I ah, do. Under, that's yeah, not what I said. Yeah. I just said I'm a fan of baseball. I love watching baseball. I I love watching baseball. Uh, I. I I don't have time to do as much watching as I'd like. Uh, Steve, my, my, the reason I asked you was I was just curious. Did you not watch because you were like, oh, I, I don't like Megan Rapinoe. I don't like these, you know, these, uh, your, in your words, uh, you know, political bigots. Um, I don't, I don't want to watch. I was just curious. Is you like, uh, because of what happened to Jay Lynn, I don't want to watch the soccer team. I was just curious that that was the reason. But if you don't like soccer, fine. It's fine. I, I don't. I don't like Meg Rapinoe's. Megan Rapinoe is is my favorite soccer player in the entire world. I don't like her political views. I don't have to. I don't have to agree with you to like you though. I, I she her it, her views don't impact my life. So carry on. <laughs> well, yeah, and and that's where I will agree because when it comes down to all of this stuff. God bless you for your political views, but just do me a favor and quit shoving them down my throat and telling me that I have to come over, I have to comply, yeah. I have to agree with you. I don't. I don't think uh, the thing I like about America is that she has the ability to say that, and I don't have to agree. I can go. Eh, I disagree. I love how you uh, how you how you scored four goals in two games and helped us win the World Cup. That's fantastic. <laughs> I do. I think she's. Shoving it down my throat. I don't think she's shoving it down my throat any more than, uh, I don't know, Rush Limbaugh or Sean Hannity are, are sharing their views or shoving it down liberals' throats. It's not, it's not like I'm, you know, nobody, nobody's forcing you to listen to KDXU and listen to Rush. You know, the, yeah, but, but, but the problem is liberal. that she's using this national platform and sure. every media outlet in the, in the world is picking up on it. Sure. Oh yeah. That's, that's, and that is a little that's bit a of different issue. Things. That's yeah. a whole separate issue about, about liberal media and, and, uh, you know, doing what's sensational and printing only what's sensational. I love finding these stories about, you know, I read a story the other day about this cop that found this this little old lady that was struggling to finish mowing her lawn, and she went and and uh, finished mowing it. And this female cop and helped out, and somebody videoed it, went viral. And but you haven't heard anything about this. Like we just uh, the media is just so we got to we got to go with what's negative. Yeah. There's so many great things in the world. There's so many True. fantastic things, and America is way better than the media portrays. Way Absolutely. Better. And one last point, and then I'll get off the phone. Megan Rapinoe, in my opinion, is beyond filth, okay, as a veteran, to the, the disgrace that she shows the flag and our country. I mean, hey, Megan, do you really think that you could be what you are if you were in Saudi Arabia or Ethiopia or many, many, many of these other socialist third world countries that apparently you think are utopia? 
because you think America sucks. And if America sucks so bad, nobody's stopping you from leaving. Yeah. Good point. Good point. All right. Thanks for Steve. Uh, and I want to ask if you guys, and we, Steve's hung up now, but I wanted to ask if you guys remember the show Family Ties from the 80s. Yeah. Do you remember that? My, uh, Michael J. Fox yep. was Alex Keaton. Do you remember the, the setup there? It yeah. was a very, very liberal, before the word was even yeah, popular, liberal parents were family, hippies, yeah. And he was a Reagan clone. He was yeah. very conservative. And yeah. he was kind of the comic relief in the show. They were making fun of him because right. of how conservative he was and to me when i think back now that that was when the, the, the whole ship started to turn yeah when it became funny to make fun of conservative people and i remember think, watching hmm. the show and it was a funny show it was, it was entertaining but i remember mixed feelings as a, i was a teenager it came out in 81 so yep. I, was, I was a teenager and i remember thinking i'm not sure how to feel about this because right. it is funny but they're really they're really slamming on ron reagan on michael j fox they were they were the butts of most of the jokes right yeah, that's, so, I, I remember just having a big crush on Justine Bateman, on Mallory. <laughs> yeah, She's Mallory. so hot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's a good point. I mean, that's that's when, you know, and Saturday Night Live, you know, picked up on that. Mm-hmm. And, and it's it's just been, it's been, you know, a, uh, if if you have, if you don't have the, the liberal views, then you're... You're, you're, you're to be made fun of. Yeah, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Come on. Let's go back to the phone line. Caller, you're on with Andy and with Dale. How are you? Yeah, I got a kick out of that last caller you got. Uh-huh. I, you know, he sure represents all the racism and uh, bad-mouthing people that uh, this current administration is for. Really? I would imagine that the Marine Corps was so happy when he left him and How about that? what's the other guy that was head of the National Rifle Association. Clint uh, Eastwood? Or uh, Charlton no. Heston? No. No, he's a big, he was a big guy on Fox News. Uh, but anyway, they ran him, and I'm sure they ran this guy off that was just on your program. They, You know, if I'd have been in the service with a guy like this last guy that called, that first sergeant would have taken him up behind the barracks and just beat the living hell out of him. Why, why would you say that? He's too opinionated. You can't be that opinionated and, and be a good serviceman. You can't be that opinionated and be anything. Look at the reputation that a guy like Rush Limbaugh has. He's a skunk. Wow! He's wow! A, he's a what? I didn't hear the skunk. Word. He's, he's skunk. skunk. Okay. You don't think okay. you don't think Rush Limbaugh is a skunk? I think he's an egomaniac. I, I mean, I I but, know the guy. I know the guy, and I know him well. And he should be like, in jail. Is where like, he should like be. Per, you know him per, personally. I know him personally. Really? Really? Yes, I do. Interesting. I I know that whole family, and that whole family are they're just terrific. His mother and brother. Uh, David's gone a little crazy, but Rush Limbaugh is uh, Rush Limbaugh is is nothing. His mind has been burned away so far from the drugs that he was on. That uh, okay. anyway, I guess what I'm going back. My 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 dad was a was a was in the Marines, and I don't I don't know. He's uh, I don't know. I, I guess what my question is is what is what is opinion. Outspoken opinion, having an outspoken opinion, have to do with the Marine Corps. Do they? Do they? Do they, do they when they you're in the Marine that? Corps, 
when you're in the Marine Corps, you work for whoever is the president. And this guy that was just on, he couldn't stand working for Bill Clinton. Uh, there's a lot of things that make up a reputation like Rush Limbaugh. You think Rush Limbaugh is a good guy? No, I, I don't know anything about don't, his I don't personal really, life. I mean, I I know he was. I know he had a he has a problem with painkillers in the past, but uh, damn right he doesn't. He said the other people that had those problems should have been in jail. Well, and here he he has enough money to buy his way out of it. He, yeah, and, that, and that's my, a whole, we could do a whole other show on that one. I you know, guess with, with the Epstein I guess. and everything. Yeah. I guess. Well, listen, I I, I don't want to sound like Johnny One Note, and I don't want to sound like that first guy that calls every day. I'm taking too much time, so bye. <laughs> thanks for calling. I think, yeah, th- yeah, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. The great thing about America is you can have opinions. I don't know if you can if you can listen to somebody for five minutes and. Uh, you know, and have an opinion such as you should never have served in the. I, I, I don't. I guess I shouldn't put words in his mouth. Whatever right. he said about about being in the the military, but uh, well, and, and, and let me say this: I've never served in the military, and a lot of people right now are going, "Oh, I, I don't want to listen to this guy because he never served in the military." But I will say this: you can be outspoken and opinionated. You can't be outspoken and opinionated in ranks. You can't mouth off to your well, staff sure, sergeant yeah. or whatever. But that doesn't mean you don't have an opinion and you don't have a strong opinion about things. Right. And you can yeah. express those on the radio or, or on your on your own time. Yeah. I don't I guess I don't know what, what the one had to do with the other, but uh Yeah, that's that's what this is all about. It's the ability to to voice your, your thoughts and your opinions and if and you know, if, if someone says something that you don't agree with, you can go, Hmm, I don't agree with that. I'm sure you're a nice guy though. And the other thing too is, yeah, yeah. Maybe I'm overly, overly kind. I don't know. The other, the other thing too is, is uh, you know, I, I feel like that that caller that was that was so opinionated is it, that's born out of frustration from the opinion from the other side and mm-hmm. from eight years of Obama and eight years of Clinton and, and the frustration of having a different opinion than what is going on, you know, in, in the leadership of the country. And I, I mean. You know, like you were saying, you you know, we're all allowed to our and entitled mm-hmm. to our own opinion, uh, but it, it doesn't mean that I that I hate you. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I think is a problem is that I think there's there's just such an a rush to say, oh, there's 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 a couple of things you believe in. I don't believe in. I I, I must hate your guts. Right. Like we, I can I can I can disagree with you, still like you, still love you. Yeah. And Absolutely. I'm sure there's plenty of great things about you that I can celebrate without going, without having to focus on. There's this one thing I don't like about you, and I don't like all of it. Yep. Come on. Good, good call. Just love each other, man. <laughs> can we all just get along? As Rodney said. Uh, all right, we got to take a break. Uh, got to get a break in here, and we will back, be back with uh, more Open Line Friday on the Andy Griffin Show right after this. Andy Griffin Show brought to you by Joe Shoney, local loan consultant who focuses. On customer service. The phone number for Joe is uh, 435-590-6300. Receives 4.7 out of 5 stars on the media survey. Uh, here's Clint from Layton. Says, Joe is always on task and always communicating the status of the loan. Communication is key to closing on time. And Joe makes that reality a reality each time. How about Mark from uh, Duck Creek, Joe Shoney was both approachable and professional throughout the entire loan process. He was always available to take phone calls and he responded quickly to my email questions. Thanks, Joe, for all your assistance. It is much appreciated. Again, if you want to get
get a hold of Joe. It's 435-590-6300. You can email at joe.shoney at nafinc.com. Just a couple of minutes in the show on Open Line Friday. If you want to uh, sound off, we've got two minutes. So you got to call right now. 673-5890 is the phone number. 673-5890, the Andrew Griffin Show on uh, Friday. And uh, it is 957. So, again, we're just right up against the clock. But I'd love to hear from you if you have uh, something on your mind before we go today. Uh, there was a, uh, you know, he mentioned, uh, one of the callers mentioned Jaylene Hinkle soccer star who uh, plays for uh what was the name of the team the north carolina Cur- courage of the national women's soccer league and jaylene uh, she received a lot of flack because she told the u.s national team she didn't want to be on it because they were going to wear the gay pride jerseys and she didn't want to be associated with that particular political profile and now she is from all indications from what i can tell she's kind of been blackballed she's kind of been blacklisted so you're not going to be on the team caller you're on and we've got about a minute and a half what's okay. on your mind yeah i just barely tuned into your wonderful show appreciate it each day i don't know who that guy was on just a few minutes ago but man he sure got a negative opinion uh, talking talking against rush limbaugh he's got so many millions of hundred millions of people that love him and know and he's doing good because he speaks the truth yeah well, i couldn't that really bothered me when that guy kept running him down some people run everybody else down they ought to realize when they point a finger at somebody there's several other pointing back at them that's that's a good call and i i agree with you on that and uh, you know what the, the one cool thing about this show is we can get uh, you get all kinds on and some people come yeah on and i appreciate you listening to all you know that's the whole thing. Everybody has their own opinion, the right to it. But when they're when they're that dead wrong, and to run down somebody as as helpful as he is to the to this nation to help keep it on the right track and and freedom and liberty and all that and our flag. Everybody's trying to get rid of them. They want they want this socialist living. I guess yeah, yeah. a lot of them. And I'm. Boy, it's easy to see if we're not blinded. But thank you very much. Thanks for the phone calls. Good to talk to you today. So 9.59 on News Radio 94.9, 890 KDXU. Next week, got some cool guests. Lance LaRusso is going to join me. going to talk about a, a, a really what's becoming a big issue. That's suicide. You know, if you are a policeman, you're three times more likely to commit suicide than you are the average population. He'll be on on Monday. We'll see you then.